0: This week, Sneaky Athletic is brought to you by Fertilizer Service Company, offering precision application of dry fertilizers, as well as a complete line of mixed liquid fertilizer, farm chemicals, custom applications, and anhydrous ammonia, and grind sampling to the greater northwest Missouri area. Located just off Highway 59 in Fairfax, Missouri, call 660-686-2402 for your for- fertilizer needs. Fertilizer Service Company, trusted since 1956. Welcome to this week's episode of Sneaky Athletic. As you can tell, we now have a sponsor and an intro song.
1: That music gets the people going.
0: Yeah, I mean, it gets me excited to podcast. I've been listening to it all week. Really? Yeah, shout out Sean Menner, Phase One, and uh, Logan Pyatt and Fertilizer Service Company because things are starting to take off.
1: Yeah, big ups.
0: I know, I'm excited. All right, I just smile like ear to ear. I'm so excited right now. Alright, so this week we're going to cover obviously a little bit of Super Bowl. There's a ton of topics. We had a big media day yesterday and it's going to continue to go all week. So we'll talk about some of those storylines. NBA is also making some headlines. Anthony Davis and some Maybe. stuff like that. We'll dive into that. Um, we're going to go again with some of our lifestyle tips, Beef of the Week. We'll of course have some fake takes and then cover a few other additional topics. So let's get started with our Beef of the Week. And I'll go ahead and start. Because my beef of the week is with Mother Nature. is that bitch... uh, Sorry to bring out the B word. Like, I I don't like to do it. Um, Is it her time of the year? Something. Like, you can't go from snowing on us 18 inches 10 days ago to raining to today and tomorrow. It's freezing cold. The the low tonight is minus 6. And then on Saturday, the high is 60.
1: Do you want to go swimming?
0: I can't tell. I don't know what is going to ha- like I literally just be war- either just snow, just rain, just be cold or like be decently warm and let me get used to it cuz I'm it's driving me crazy having to like get my winter coat out and then wear shorts and then wear like rain boots. I can't decide. But
1: here's I digress. a real hard fact that you're going to have to listen up to. You got to move.
0: Yeah. We're in Missouri. I know. All four seasons in like one week. It's
1: absolutely going to happen every year. You know it. Yeah, We all know it. I should
0: be used to it by now.
1: So my beef for the week this week is my height. And I discovered two things that made this an issue for me. Okay. My first one is I've never wanted to be anything more in my entire life than a WNBA husband. Dreams. Goals. Exactly. But most of those women are taller than me. Mm-hmm. and probably want a man that's taller than them.
0: Yeah, they want to reproduce, like, good offspring.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, six one is not good enough for them.
1: Well, that's what my other thing was, was I am 5'11. I passed the quick eye check for, you know, I kind of look six foot. I got a good boot on or something. I'm good to go. But I also discovered that all the dudes that are 5'9 have been lying about their height. And so they're 5'11". Yeah. And as someone who hasn't ever lied about it, it's like, oh shit, I gotta start now. Yeah, you're six foot and a quarter.
0: That
1: better be. Yeah. Yeah, Like, like, good God. Like, I am being undermined by the undermining people of society. Like, the literal miners.
0: The 5'9", 5'10 community has been lying for centuries.
1: I understand why.
0: Oh yeah. I don't blame them.
1: But I'm also greatly aggravated honestly
0: understandable that's for sure understandable so let's move on to our lifestyle tips of the yeah. week.
1: so my lifestyle tip is giving and receiving no so why we all know people who you know can't say no to anything and we all know people who will not accept no for an answer so just if you're one of those people on either end of the spectrum either try to be a little bit more assertive with yourself or on the other end let people say no. Just yeah. accept it. Don't give them shit forever. Move on.
0: I like that. I'm a little bit too much of, too much of a yes man. I find myself like strung out. Um, I don't know if that's like genetics or just the mindset I've always grown up in, but I, I like that advice. That's good. I'm going to write that one down right now. Writing it down. Okay. Um, so my lifestyle tip of the week is start a serious hobby. Right now, um, we're in the second week of this podcast. Let me tell you, it's been a ton of fun. But not been a all, lot of work. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of work, but it's also, in a way, straightened me out. It helps me schedule my what I'm doing day to day. It also gives me something to look forward to. I know that on a certain day we're going to record, on a certain day I'm going to edit these things, and then it also, you have something to look forward to to accomplish. So you can get whether, it's constructive criticism, support, you know, just be even being noticed. It, it feels really good to do something and and to work in a positive manner because, I mean, I haven't had a true hobby in years. And
1: people see your hard work, and they appreciate the effort you're giving, even if it's not great. Like, the feedback that we've already received from you guys has been awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, it means the world. And, and that's what I would suggest is get out there and do something that not only makes you happy, but, uh, I mean, and eventually you'll be successful. Nobody's really good at it. Just stepping in, but start a hobby. It's We're trying. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, on to, I honestly hate this week. This Super Bowl week, Super Bowl
0: media week, it is a bunch of garbage because they just pack all these players in some kind of conference room or or gym or you know arena or whatever and then just berate them. One it, a, it hasn't
1: been interesting since Marshawn Lynch did it.
0: Yeah, it. it but there there will be storylines, and that's why they do it. But it it's almost cringeworthy when you watch these guys and they sit at a podium for what seems like hours on end. And they just have mics in their face, cameras constantly. Like, And half the questions are dumb. But, I mean, I do love the NFL, so I do want the content.
1: The most cringeworthy thing of the entire procession so far for me is the Patriots chanting. Did you see this? Yes. We're not leaving. Tom Brady, Belichick, all of them, like, they just missed out on middle school, I guess, because all of those chants were terrible. Yeah, they're bad.
0: And and they're just, like, staging this whole underground or underdog, excuse me, story, and it, it drives me nuts because, sure, people have been talking about how Tom Brady's old, and that's one of the biggest topics. There there was even, like, Rams, defensive backs. Uh, Roby, Roby Coleman was quoted saying that Tom Brady is old and, like, has lost it, and then it was super hilarious because yesterday he was just backtracking himself the whole time. He's like, oh, that was taken out of context. I really didn't say it. Tom Brady still has it, and it's like, you clearly just don't want to piss him off. like nobody Which isn't wants a to, bad plan yeah, at all. Yeah. But, like, the Patriots generating this, oh, we're still here, we're the underdogs. Like, shut the fuck up.
1: If Josh Gordon was starting, like, no one would even consider that.
0: No. Well, and well, also, it's like, so they say, oh, we're, we're still here, we're the underdogs. And it's like, wait, didn't you guys play the Rams in the Super Bowl 18 years ago? It's like, how are you the underdogs? I guess the we're still here thing is fine, but, like. Quit. You're, you're favored by three points. You're literally favored by three points in the Super Bowl. and We can talk about that. So I, They didn't open that way. N- no, they didn't, but they've moved. So right now, um, what I just looked up has Patriots minus three, um, with most of the money going towards that Patriots minus three, 78%. And then we have the total at 57, which um, the money is 51% on over. So, I mean, it's kind of split basically. And that is, they're both trending down to where closer games.
1: Interesting. I definitely think that the Patriots minus three is absolutely horrendous, and you should put all your money on that.
0: Yeah, that, or if you're trying to make any money, which this might be a Vegas sucker bet, and they're probably going to give me, right now the Rams' money line is plus 120, and that just looks so tasty.
1: That does, but Bill Belichick versus yeah. Sa- Sean McVay, like,
0: the... and the Patriots are doing that thing again, where they're wearing their white jerseys in the Super Bowl, because it's like some, it's like eleven of the last thirteen teams to wear white jerseys in the Super Bowl have won. It's just this little, these they do these little fucking Jedi mind tricks year after year. Inflate the
1: balls, get your text messages going down to the it's coaches. Nuts.
0: Yeah, and then and then you have the opposite side of this whole straightforward Tom Brady Bill Belichick, where you have Gronk. And Gronk has actually been really fun to watch. He's fun to watch every year in these stupid media days. Because he's out there, he's literally dancing. Paying, he can barely pay attention for like two seconds. Like somebody asked him a question, he's like looking over at the squirrel that's Dude, running around. He
1: forgot to take his Adderall that
0: day. Yeah, like he, he's literally, Bill Bill, he is like looking in the background, like slapping his hand with a newspaper. And he's like, shit, shit, focus. And he was talking about some ASU or some college kid was asking a question. He's like, what college do you go to? He's like, I'm gonna come party with you guys, and then he was talking about partying at like Shaq's house on Friday night, before the Super Bowl, and, and clearly he's joking. Like he's trying to do this Is just he? And he to himself. He doesn't want to be, but I think everybody knows it's like Bill's not gonna let that happen. He has a curfew and it's like very strict for him. Like Tom, it's like
1: whatever. Like you know, he's I gonna be. I think the in bed. Patriots have a history of letting players run loose like that.
0: Well, maybe. I mean, last year, Malcolm Aaron Butler, Aaron Hernandez. Well, wow. Okay. Bang, bang. All right. Um, we'll,
1: we'll touch on that later. Have yeah. a big take about Okay, it. fair. Next, um,
0: people keep talking about this Julian Edelman Hall of Fame news.
1: It's dumb. Let's skim over this real quick. I think it can be summed up very quickly with, one, the stat that you're about to bring, and two, whenever you talk about the history of football, can you include Julian Edelman? No, because he is one of... 10, 15 white guys that Brady has thrown to over his career, just like throw a dumb name out there.
0: Yeah, and he does have these clutch playoff performances, which is where people are like, oh, that's what he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for. And like he had a catch against the Seahawks that kind of gets thrown under the radar because of the whole Malcolm Butler interception. But his first 125 games compared to Dwayne Bowe's first 125 games, Dwayne Bowe has over a thousand more receiving yards. And then you sit there and you're like, oh.
1: And that was with Alex Smith, correct?
0: That was with a cascade of terrible quarterbacks. Like, mm-hmm. the, you could throw, the, throw them all out there. They're all bad. And Dwayne Bow had more touchdowns, more receiving yards, more yards per catch. And so it's like, please, get Julian Edelman out of here. I, d- I don't want to talk about it.
1: He Is he do- a Pro Bowler this year? No. Was he voted? Well, let's talk about the Pro Bowl a little okay. bit. Okay. So the NFC went scoreless in the first half. Which is uproarious to think that the best coach in the NFC who isn't uh, McVeigh is coaching that, correct? And yeah. he can't score at all. Like, I what? thought that we had the best four there, and that kind of makes me reconsider it. The Cowboys
0: had a lot of the coaching in there, too. Um, but, like, you also look. They had their thumbprints all over the weekend. They did. Yeah. Jason went and broke the trophy. Mm-hmm. He's just a big dumb idiot.
1: Total Cowboys. Man.
0: Robot. Yeah. He's just a robot who's programmed by Jerry Jones to, I mean, shadow commissioner of the league. Obviously, Jerry Jones is going to have his hands. Now he's got Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, and Jason Witten all in the booth. Like, how do you think Jerry Jones is not controlling the NFL? Um, he's
1: with got the his Patriots min- still winning? I well,
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. But he's got his little minions out there. But also, Matt Ryan didn't play in this game, and he was the NFC leading statistical quarterback. There's obviously, like, the Saints are probably not going to – they didn't really show up. They're pissed off about last week. And then you have these young guns, mainly including Patrick Mahomes, who won the MVP of the AFC Championship – or the – excuse me, the Pro Bowl. And so they kind of want to go out and have some fun and play. And it was just a tra- – it's always a trash game. We talked about this before. And it was in the rain because it's Orlando. And, like, nobody wanted to be there.
1: It's a basketball city.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is it? I think so. Is it so. anything? Uh, Disney World. It's a Disney city. Yeah, it's a Disney city. But yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really watch the Pro Bowl. I kept up with the highlights, and I saw Anthony Sherman should have won the MVP and got robbed by my boy Patrick Mahomes, which is fine. Keep it well, in the house. Well, they had to give
1: him one MVP this year.
0: Well, they're going to give him two. Will
1: they? They will. I think that this solidifies that he won't get it.
0: MVP Pat. All
1: right, if you say so. The most interesting non-football football story that I have Um, kind of switching up to college football is Les Miles is starring in a movie about the Challenger disaster, Mm. the spacecraft that, you know, just killed a couple of people back in the day, but he has a major role. Really?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. I I love it because I want his head not being focused on football when he's in Kansas.
1: Well, I don't think that it matters. I think he could devote everything to football and they wouldn't get that much back. I think he's
0: just trying to make a couple bucks there. Who can blame him? Yeah. I'd like to wrap up my Super Bowl talk with Aaron Donald looking extremely jacked and terrifying. This man looks like the Hulk. If you look at any... He's posting them on his like Instagram stories, but they're all over the place. People are, people are tweeting them and quoting them. He is insanely jacked, and it looks like he's taking performance-enhancing supplements, but obviously there's no way he can be. He's being tested...
1: Does he look like Big Neck?
0: He looks like Big Neck if you like only gave an artist the neck up and said draw the rest yeah. of it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It.
0: I, I mean, a guy who plays D tackle having an eight pack is insane. That's an insane thing to think about. Like, if you told me that a decade ago, I'd have been like, yeah, maybe you're on Madden and you created a my player type thing, but this guy is a freak. It's <laughs> He's the new model for defensive tackles.
1: Right. It's a completely different league. We're yeah. changing every year. It's the crazy. Second best Instagram story to happen this week. Dennis Rodman. Did you watch it? Yeah, let's talk a little NBA. I like this. Uh Rick rolling everyone. What did you think when you first opened up this video and watched it?
0: Well, first I was like, is he gonna do another thing with Kim Jong un? That's my that was my yeah. initial reaction. Well. I was like, is he going there? I was like, is he going some kind of so there's all these new NFL like football leagues that are lower level? Is he, is he going to be a, like a head guy for an NBA? That would be awesome. Yeah, I was like, that's going to be cool if he's a commissioner of like some smaller uh, basketball league. And then I was like, you, are you really trolling us with something that was popular when we were in like junior high? <laughs> he killed it. He though. did.
1: He really killed it. He brought it back in such a way. Speaking of killing it, let's talk about Oladipo's season.
0: Hell of a transition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so It's done. 15 minutes, yeah, after we recorded last week's episode, our roommate runs in and says, Did you watch this injury? And I think the biggest thing that I took away from it is year after year, we just have these graphic injuries in the NBA. And is it just the nature of the game where they're, you know, a little bit less covered and so we can see these things better? Or you should just not play basketball if your legs are brittle at all? Well, I, and a
0: lot of things, same thing with like Aaron Donald, we were talking about guys are getting bigger, faster, stronger. Mm. Like they're jumping higher in the air, they're going harder to the rim, and so these injuries I think are just going to happen. You think so? Like, I, I mean, it's been shown now but also it does have a thing like I do think these happen in the NFL, but there's a certain degree where things are covered up,
1: like the culture there and yeah. everything. Okay. And, that and there's makes more sense.
0: guys on the field and so the, the NFL it's like the NBA is all close up, give me media, make it right there presentable to me. But I will say I was so pissed when we stopped recording and then immediately got that news. Like That would have been
1: really nice to break last week. You win some, you lose some. Yeah,
0: I think we learned that. That's part of the game.
1: So let's talk about the AD trade. Anthony Davis making big news in the NBA. So I know you have some thoughts on him himself doing that and getting fined.
0: Yeah, so I think it goes more with he's getting fined because his agent was saying it. Well, Publicly, your agent
1: can say it. He cannot. So oh, okay. he was so I was, that he I was to
0: trade. back I was I was backwards on that. But I, I don't personally I don't see anything wrong with it. Like you want to trade, you wanna be done, it's your contract, your money. These guys are creating super teams. Second, I mean they find him fifty dollars for doing it. The guy makes I looked 50, this up. 000. Or sorry, fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> it might as well be fifty dollars to him. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah still. So I looked it up. He makes 51k every 8 minutes of game time. So really doesn't mean anything to him, but he clearly wants out. It's a whole quarter. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I
1: forgot. He's like, "Oh, don't belittle the man's work like that."
0: He's having an all NBA season. He's playing ridiculous. I
1: mean, he has since he's entered the league.
0: Yeah, when so, he's not injured. And he's correct.
1: That that's a huge thing with him. My two things that are interesting about it is the Raptors said they were putting together a trade deal. So the biggest thing there is They're going to have to get rid of some young pieces. Mm -hmm. They won't get rid of Kawhi, obviously. No, But OG, he's gone. Um, Pascal Sakayam, I know I probably butchered that name, but he is having a wonderful season, really came into his own. That dude's probably gone too if they're going to make any sort of trade. But does it make the Raptors relevant at the end of the day? I think that with the way Boston looks, absolutely. I think they... Solidify winning the East if you know they Just finish. Just to get trumped by
0: the Warriors, but yeah.
1: Well, I think that AD is their biggest weakness, and so that's their best shot. I mean, if you has have Kawhi and AD on there, yeah, they're not going to score a lot, but they're going to be able to hold some of those shooters down, yeah. But another thing, Boston has been talking, it's all they're always talked about, you know, with yep. the trade rumors, they have so many assets they statistically cannot make any moves for Anthony because of Ka- or because of Kyrie, correct? Uh, yes, because of the contracts yeah. until the offseason. But then they have a little bit of leeway. But my biggest thing from this is if this falls through for the Lakers, they don't get him. Obviously, they're involved with LeBron talking to AD a month ago, a little, and tampering was little. about it absolutely. But if the Lakers do not get him, do you want LeBron on your team anymore? Cuz he just ravages organizations. Like don't get me wrong, he's obviously a great player, but look at Miami after he left. Look at Cleveland after he left. Once LeBron leaves, your team is in absolute shambles. Yeah, but the Lakers, the
0: Lakers are a lot different than Cleveland. Maybe not Miami, but Cleveland, I mean, is not a powerhouse. They're a northern city, so they naturally don't get as many uh, big stars in the NBA. Nobody wants to play in the cold. And then their front office is trash. And the Lakers, they have Magic there. They have the Bus family, which is known to do it year after year. But what are the Lakers going to have to get rid of to get
1: AD there? So I think that you have to let go of one of your young guys. Yeah. I don't think that New Orleans makes that trade otherwise. They need something back. But more importantly than that is what piece do they give up on the side? And they don't really have anything that's strong. It's like LeBron and then a bunch of like tier 3, 4 mm-hmm. guys. So, do they really want to go back to having Rondo on their team? Probably not. Lance Stevenson could go. You could also get... Oh, no. They, they already have Randall from them. I mean, they don't really have a whole lot of assets to give over that way. And most of the contracts that they have right now are super shitty. So, I don't really see it, this trade happening in reality for the Lakers. Something's got to, though. Something has to bend or break or something. That's that's basically it. It's like if the Lakers don't get this trade done, they lose. I well, for the next couple of years, right? Yeah. Cuz LeBron ravages every team that he's on. I guess, yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's pretty proven. So, you have any more NBA stuff
1: you want to talk about? I do not. I'm good to go. Okay. Oh, I do have Nets are for real. Absolutely. So that has been a slowly progressing theme over this NBA season. The Nets are actually going to do something. I know that they've been a joke our entire lives, but this might be the year they make it to the playoffs. Next couple of years, I do foresee a run. Okay. The Rockets, count them out of the playoffs. Gonna
0: fall apart. they were relying on one guy to do. He basically has the all the
1: highest usage usage percentage in the NBA, bar none. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like it's,
0: you have to be able to double team him and shut him down the playoffs. Like it's it's what happened last year. The second CP3 went out.
1: Exactly. CP3 is a huge key there, but I still think that regardless, you don't go an entire season of playing with the guy who just says clear out the middle yeah. and then learn how to play into a That system.
0: strategy is never worked.
1: Ever. Anyone who has someone on their team with a usage rate as 67% or higher, they... Always have a first-round exit.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see that happened with LeBron in Cleveland. That happened with Melo in New York. Like, there's countless examples of this. But let's move on to some UFC talk. Okay. They made news. We were talking about the trial. The the rulings came down on McGregor and Khabib. McGregor has been given a six-month suspension and a $50,000 fine and Khabib has been given a nine-month suspension that can be reduced to six months and a $500,000 fine. What do you think?
1: I am just mostly excited because this means the fight can happen between yeah. them again. Right? Is it? This is
0: perfectly adds up for a rematch this summer, like beginning of August. They're going to get a rematch. They It won't be announced, but they'll both be training. First of all, these are both slaps on the wrists money-wise. McGregor's oh, purse was $2 million. So, 50K, um, that's nothing. And then Khabib's 500K is going to be replaced by Vladimir Putin in two seconds. So, what's the difference?
1: Oh, 100%. He's just right in the pocket right now.
0: Yeah. Like, he goes back and he's like, first of all, Putin already knew before Khabib knew. And he's like, oh, here's your check. About the fine? Oh, I'm sure.
1: I mean, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, no doubt in my mind. But I think Dana White was... Perfectly happy with this ruling, and he was like, "Yes, I'm." Oh no, they're suspended. But inside, he was like, "This is gonna be a mega fight this next summer."
1: I wish that we almost were in a cold war situation again, because think you're
0: you're wishing for that
1: wishful thinking here. Oh my! So if we had a Russia versus USA beef going on, and that because isn't that like Rocky Four? I don't know. I. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen zero of those movies. Oh my.
0: Okay. Well, that's your homework
1: for next week is right. watch the
0: Rockies. But there's none of them. I kind of forget the storylines of each. But I'm pretty sure Rocky Four, he fights the Russian, and
1: it's that. Well, America's so taken that. Connor in. You know, he is yeah. an Irish guy. He reps that country. He throws the flag everywhere. But we as Americans love that personality. He's beloved a here, a hundred percent. And yeah. so I really think that that would be a wonderful that'd be scene awesome to watch.
0: That would be awesome. I would be. I mean, obviously, we talked about this. I would be dialed in. Second,
1: that. second biggest UFC fandom of my life.
0: Okay, yeah. So let's wrap up our sports talk with a little bit of Royals talk. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Royals making moves. Obviously, they're going to try to do this during a huge media time and just let this fly under the radar for some reason. But re-signing
1: Whit Merrifield to a four-year contract. So it's not a bad deal. Sixteen and a quarter million. And the last year of it is a team option. So for what he produces and money-wise, I don't think it's terrible. My biggest concerns with the deal are, one, I didn't realize how old he was.
0: He is so much older than I thought. Right. He's 30.
1: Exactly. And he's not a powerhouse by any means. No. He does everything well. He was really good when we needed him. You know, we could throw mm-hmm. him around. He would have been great on those, you know, 14, 15 runs. Oh, he'd been a dream. But... Right now, he's not what the Royals need. He's not going to get them out of this slump. He's not pitching, so yeah. Yeah, I don't think that he was really worth that money, honestly. Trade him for some assets.
0: But that's not a ton of money, I don't think. I know we're a small market team, but when you say 16 and some million dollars compared to what Bryce Harper is going to sign for, right? like, literally chump change. Like, Bryce Harper shits on $16 million.
1: Well, I think the biggest issue in the Major League Baseball you know financial area is that no salary cap so if you're a top dog you're a huge fish in that pond mm-hmm. but if you know you're a whip merrifield you're not really getting paid yeah. even though he's getting hits he's stealing bases he's he's playing small ball was not yeah. fun to watch
0: yeah i mean i enjoy him as a royal but i don't know that he's he's definitely not like a household name or anything oh,
1: by no means and i wouldn't be mad if he really went somewhere else you yeah know? But I'm also kind of against those sorts of players on our teams right now because I'm all on board for getting Gordo out of there.
0: Really? I mean, he's he's costing us a ton of I money. I want to, to death. I do too. But I, it's time. He's my favorite player, but he's the reason we lost Hosmer. We just couldn't afford the money. Who would you rather have right now? Well, we all know the answer to that, especially when it comes to hitting.
1: Oh, yeah. He hasn't yeah.
0: had a bat in forever. But this is – what are we talking about baseball? It's football season. We need to stay focused. So let's move on. Okay. Let's move on. Now we can get into a couple of our fake takes.
1: You want to do those? Let's do our Google this first.
0: Okay, okay. Google this. So we are going to do a segment where we find an
1: interesting article. Right, and it's going to be something easy that you can Google. Like if it's just a phrase or something while you're sitting down on the pot, you're bored, you need something to look up. Or just, you know, a wiki rabbit hole that we went down Mm -hmm. this week. Yeah.
0: So I'll let you take the lead on this.
1: So my first one is Joseph Patrick Kennedy, JFK's dad, is what you should Google. Google that. He was a bootlegger. He finessed the American government system like maybe no one before. And that's saying a lot. Yeah, it was super interesting. But he also made a lot, a lot of disturbing uh, decisions in his life. And so it's a good little read. Look up there. He was way more influential than he thought. Made all that money with pulling some strings. Yeah, pulling some strings, moving some liquor. Like, interesting little read. American Dream. Till you read later.
0: Uh, Okay. All right. So mine is Hollywood Colonoscopy Parties. Now, stick with me here. I know what you're thinking. You don't like for one. I talk about way too much butt stuff. I don't understand. That's but that's what I get into. So I'm reading this article. I find this, and it it's has. about it's about Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Tom Hanks have colonoscopy parties. Now they so they they prepare the night before for the colonoscopies. Eat? No, they have to like you. You have to eat a certain thing or drink. You have to like basically like drink <laughs> laxative and like clear yourself out. So they're shitting on these, like, they're all fucking filthy rich. So they're shitting on these, like, 24-karat gold toilets and just, like, partying. And Do you then, think they have a bidet? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> 100% they have a bidet. That's the dream.
1: You know what I realized was a rich person bathroom thing? And I had no idea until, like, last week. Shower curtains. You're middle class if you've had shower curtains.
0: Yeah, they don't. Well, yeah. their showers are so big they don't have to worry exactly. about the water splashing up. They just walk in. I never thought about it. I wish it, it would be no- That would be nice. Oh, yeah. man but yeah I guess so these guys they um, they prep the night before and then they ride together they all have the the same doctor and it's something it's a very like Hollywood stars thing to do that for some reason
1: leaked but you just google colonoscopy parties I want to say something about it but I'm just kind of too weirded out yeah
0: you might want to leave your safe search on when you google that <laughs> don't take your safe search off you and like maybe not safe for work uh, yeah,
1: for I sure not know. safe for work.
0: It depends on where you work,
1: but... Unless you work
0: at a sex shop. Hey, I don't know our listeners that well. Phoenix? If
1: you're named Phoenix, you're a person. Okay, you can Google it at work. You No. Know. Well, yes, because yeah. you're 100% working at a sex shop, correct? Yeah. Yes yeah. or no? Okay. That's what I'm saying. Two, two for f- two on that. Yeah. Two people I've ever met in my life, yeah. I guarantee that. Alright, so let's wrap up with our fake takes. I can go first, absolutely. Yeah, I'll let you get out get out first. Tensions arise in the Washington Wizards locker room this week after Dwight Howard refused to change his lock screen from a picture of John Wall at the beach.
0: <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns decides to change his name to Donovan Oliver Goodman because he's sick and tired of going by cat and wants to go by dog.
1: Duke parents are upset, are upset their child has no friends on the basketball team since that Zion kid and all of his friends got here. <laughs>
0: Apple announces a FaceTime glitch where you can FaceTime someone else and add add yourself onto the call and hear through their mic. Oh, wait, that's actually real. That's something you guys should read into. I mean, the government's been doing it for a while. Yeah. And When's the last time you saw birds? Exactly, government shutdown. It's kicking back up. But for real, read into that um, FaceTime stuff. You might want to just shut your FaceTime off until Apple fixes that. Do I need a
1: sticker over that like my laptop?
0: Yeah. Good. Put a Band-Aid over Good.
1: it. After being confronted about hanging out with Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg, Clay Thompson stormed out of the locker room yelling, You'll never be my real dad.
0: Today, Patrick Mahomes admits to using ketchup not only at the dinner table, but in the bedroom as a replacement for whipped cream.
1: Kareem Hunt was charged with murder today, and immediately afterwards offered a contract by the New England Patriots. That is the least
0: surprising thing of all time.
1: It's like that was a prerequisite. That's the only reason he hasn't been offered one by them yet.
0: Have you seen the lineup of people that were at the University of Florida in two thousand seven? I wanted to talk about that. It's nuts. That's insane. You go through. You got like, obviously Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow, Dan Bilzerian was there at the time. Really? Yeah, he was there at the time. Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim Noah. Uh, the
1: Pouncey brothers were both there. Ryan Lochte, Cam Newton, Riley Cooper, Al Horford, Corey Brewer, Percy Harvin, Billy Donovan, Urban Meyer, Brandon Spikes. Like, it was a stacked lineup. It was a time to be in Florida.
0: Yeah, like, when you're walking through campus, you didn't know whether to ask for an autograph or, like, duck your head. Because <laughs> you didn't know, if, like, bullets be flying. It, I love those old memes It's like, Tim Tebow while he was praying, and then it was like Aaron Hernandez staying in the background. How do you
1: think that team dynamic worked?
0: The locker room had to be chaos. That's what gave Urban Meyer all those heart problems.
1: Well, I'm sure that Tebow thought he was going to be fine. He had God on his side. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and he was still a virgin at that point. Maybe he'd probably been slipped a roofie.
1: Where are you taking this? I don't
0: know. That's just where my <laughs> brain runs. When all I, right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and we'll still be putting this out on SoundCloud every week. Um, leave us comments, comment on you know, send us tweets, uh, comment on our Instagram photos, and you feel free to email us at sneakyathleticpod at gmail.com. Um, we're taking all of this criticism into uh, into mine, and we're trying to trying to produce great episodes for you guys. So thanks for listening.
1: Please, please, please follow our Instagram and our Twitter at Sneaky Athletic Pod, and just thank you so much for your feedback so far. It's been really great hearing all the different things, uh, good or bad. So thank you.
0: Thanks, guys. See you next week.
1: Sneaky Athletic.